0: Welcome to the Fine Margins YouTube channel for our 2022 World Cup reviews, powered by the Hammer Betting Network. The Hammer Betting Network is super excited to be giving you World Cup content, a live stream every single weekday to cover the games that were from that day, and also to give you the best bets for the next day and the fixtures that will be happening there to get you ready for those World Cup live streams. Me and Alex are doing A preview for every single group, two groups a day. You can check out yesterday's video where we talked about groups C and D. And the day before that, where we talked about groups A and B. Today, of course, we are on E and F. We're going to be previewing the groups. We're going to be talking about our predictions for the standings of those groups. We're going to be talking about our best bets for the teams involved in those groups from win draw win bets to player specials to team futures going into the tournament and we're going to be making all of those wagers at betfred sportsbook thank you so much to betfred for sponsoring all the world cup content on the hammer betting network on this fine margins youtube channel we're going to be finding all our odds there and make sure you sign up to betfred for all of your sports betting needs heading into the biggest sporting event in the world so I have Alex joining me again today. Of course, we are talking about these events. We will be heavily involved with those live streams as well, so make sure you are subscribed. Like this video on YouTube to spread the word of the channel and follow us on Twitter where you can also find those live streams. And Group E, it's the group of death. Would you say, Alex, not the best group we've ever seen at a World Cup, but probably the strongest one we have?
1: Yeah, I mean at least for the top three, maybe if uh, Costa Rica wasn't in here, we could really call it a group of death, but, um, but this is, a, I, I don't feel confident about this group whatsoever. Um, man, like you can see Spain winning this group easily. You can see Germany winning this group easily, and you can see Japan getting the results. They need to potentially even win this group, at least getting through. I mean, this is a pretty good Japan team, but like, okay, Costa Rica are just making up numbers here. Costa Rica shouldn't even be in the world cup. We talked about that before, They were very lucky to beat Canada in that game that that Canada did not need, as you said. And, you know, Canada went down a man and still, you know. Well, yeah, let's talk about
0: it a little bit on here as well. So Canada (laughs) didn't necessarily, it was the second last game in Costa Rica. Canada didn't necessarily need a win because they had one more game where they didn't have to win that. They did against Jamaica, but Canada went down to 10 men. Mark Mm -hmm. Anthony Kay, um, stupid red card, still can't get over that. Still can't get over that. Costa Rica got dominated on ca- by Canada's ten men, and probably should not have won that game. Despite it, but hey, they are here. They are going to be participating. They got some big results in the last group, in the last fixtures of the hex and uh, or in the the octo. The octo. The octo this year. The yeah. octo now. So um, hey, plaudits to them. But as far as this group, I kind of share the sentiment that uh, it probably probably won't go as well as it did when they made that magical quarterfinal run a few or eight years ago now.
1: Yeah. And then they barely beat New Zealand in the intercontinental playoff. So yeah, there's yeah. not a lot to like here. You can see them struggling to score a goal. They, I, I, I would honestly be shocked if they got a point. I yeah. Ju- I, juicy for them to finish bottom of the group, but like probably, probably something that's still worth laying. So Costa Rica
0: finish bottom of the group uh, minus 200. I think the, the sentiment is shared by uh Bedford yeah. here. Minus two hundred to finish bottom of the group, but I I'd want to touch it. more on Japan. So obviously, it's a bit of a toss up between. I, I feel obviously it's a bit of a toss up between Spain and Germany in theory to win the group. But what are your thoughts on Japan potentially playing spoiler here?
1: Yeah, I mean Japan's got a good team, and they're they're very well organized. They're well structured. They're very tough to play against. A lot of ball pressure. A lot of energy they play with. They're pretty clinical on the break, and you know they've got. Some real quality in the team coming into this World Cup. Like Daichi Kamada from Frankfurt is really good Great in that player. midfield. Yeah, he's a he's a really good player. Um, up front, they have a ton of pace. A lot of guys who are capable of putting the ball in the net as well. Like you know Kubo, Ritsu Doan, uh, Minamino. They have some some good options up there. The back line isn't the strongest, but it's it's pretty cohesive group. And you know Tomiyasu on uh, you yep, know at right yep. back, the experience of Nagatomo at left back. Insane that he's still playing. Good for him. Yeah. And, you know, um, it's Akura and Ito at center back. Like, this is a good team that it's just really hard to break down. They have enough quality to take their chances. I think they could really play spoiler. It's just whose World Cup will they spoil? That is the question.
0: Yeah, I I like – player I really like on Japan is Matoma who plays for Brighton now. He's really starting to break into their team now. You could tell, like, from his debut that he was an exciting player. And this is – this is a really interesting player to have for this team as well. I'm not sure if he's going to be starting on day one, but the thing about this group is for Japan, if they pull out an interesting result against one of Spain or Germany, and then so let's say they were to draw Germany, and then Germany were to lose to Spain, all of a sudden Japan are in a very similar position there, and it could come down to goal difference, how much you beat Costa Rica by. So they could sneak out a result in one of the two games against Spain and Germany, absolute capabilities there and even better maybe for them if spain and germany draw that big game which might decide the group so Mm -hmm. um kind of interesting there uh for japan to advance you can get them at plus 375 so based on the team here a team that almost ruined belgium's world cup four years ago as well with a lot of returning players this could be an interesting spot here. Is that one you like at 375?
1: Yeah, I think it's worth a flyer. Nothing crazy, but I, I definitely would take, a, I would take a stab at that for sure.
0: So if Japan were to advance, let's just try to figure out who you're more confident in out of Spain and Germany to all go with them.
1: I am probably more confident in Germany because of the experience, at least that they have, The maybe the factor of you know how the 2018 World Cup went for them you know, back with a little bit of a vengeance here. They have a ton of attacking quality. They have a very strong midfield. Defensively, I think they're weak, and I think that that's going to sort of hold them back from making a, a true deep run in the competition. And Spain, honestly, like, it, it's hard to, to speak poorly of Spain, too, because Spain obviously has a great team, like Torres and Laporte at the back. They, You know, I mean, Rodri in midfield, Pedri in midfield, Gavi. Like, they, they're – this is an unbelievable squad. This is a very young squad, though, a very young team that maybe there are some growing pains. Maybe the team selection isn't quite right. I can see if anyone's going to slip up here. In my opinion, it is Spain. I could see Spain finishing with four points and getting beat out, but I can also see Spain getting nine points in this group. I think they're just such a volatile team.
0: Yeah, I agree. The Euros kind of showcased where they finished. They, were, they lost on penalties in the semifinal. I very much felt like Spain were going to be awful at that tournament, I was shocked they got to the semis. I think they profited from an easier road to that point. And I think that is very slightly overrating how good this Spain team is at this point. So I think if it comes between them and Germany, I agree that I would have the Germans finishing above there. So with that, let's move into the other group that we have for you guys to talk about. Obviously, going from Group E, we're going to Group F now and... We are Canadian. This is a big moment for our country. I was at as many home games as possible for the Canadians who are back in the World Cup for the first time since 1986. They are going to be looking for their first ever goal at a tournament here. In pretty tough, Belgium, Croatia, and Morocco joining them. What do you give
1: Canada in their chances to get out of this group? I don't give them a great chance, but it is... A lot better than zero. I mean, I, I know okay, that's not yeah. you know saying too much, but like I think that they the draw was tough overall. I think they did pretty well in terms of a pot one team. I think the Belgium is kind of right for the picking. Now that being said, is Canada the team that can kind of take them off their perch? Or like is a team like Morocco or Croatia? I mean, Croatia, people are down on. They think they're an old team. This is still a very good Croatia team. This is not that old of a team, too. I mean, obviously, they lost some of the guys from the 2018 finalist team. But they're, they're replacing them with some very quality players. And Morocco is a team I am really high on. And when Canada got drawn with Morocco, I was very disappointed. Because I wanted to be all over this Morocco team. I still probably will be it just pains me to have to cheer for them in a group against Canada, which I won't do. I, I, I'd gladly lose money on Morocco to see Canada go through. You know, I mean, I was I was there when they qualified against Jamaica, freezing so my sad. ass off in March in like minus, you know, oh, 15, 20 I was, there. I was there as well. <laughs> yeah, that was a rough one. I, I don't. It took me a few days to warm up from that game. Um, I, I think Canada, honestly, if you're looking for a bet to make on Canada, I think that the first game against Belgium, like at, at some long odds, that's there's a decent chance they can get a result there. I think the Belgium's back line is pretty old, it's pretty slow. You've got a lot of pace in the Canada attack. It sounds yeah. like David Herdman said that Davies is is you know, is traveling to meet with the team now. I'd be shocked if he didn't play in that first game. Jonathan David looked really good today. He's putting he put in a really or I guess the other day against uh Japan in the friendly. Um, I think that they can penetrate this Belgium back line and make for an interesting game at the very least. I see. The over being a very strong bet when Canada and Belgium square off in that first match. Canada's backline's weak. Are they going to be able to slow down like you know De Bruyne, or Lukaku, the Hazard? I don't think so. I can see like a two-two-three-two sort of game here.
0: Yeah, I think the pace is a definitely a good point for that first fixture against Belgium. I believe that is on the Wednesday. Uh, I actually have some decent, some decent action on this one. A couple of bets that I like. Um, so as far as bottom of the group, Canada are favorites at plus one ten. As far as the Canada squad as a whole, I really am a fan of the attacking firepower. Kyle Lahren is a proven goal scorer. Um, Jonathan David is really good as a 10. He plays very well with Kyle Lahren. I am such a huge fan of the way Herdman plays. Yeah. He gets the most out of all of his players. He plays such a fluid system. When they have the ball, it is very much 3 5 2, get forward, 3 4 3, go attack, express yourself. In defense, same players, they shift into a four-four-two. Guys like Alfonso Davies at left back slash left wing back allow him to do that. Guys like Alistair Johnson, can't believe I'm throwing him out in this preview. He Big can shift is. into that right back role. Aurora's finest, Alistair Johnson, yeah. shifts into the right back role without the ball, in possession, into the back three. Only concern, well, obviously it's a definitive lack of quality overall for this team compared to other World Cup teams. They are extraordinarily thin at center back. They have yeah. Vittoria, who I like. Kamal Miller's fine. Alistair Johnson, who I spoke about. Other than that, I have no faith in any of the other center backs they could bring in. So that would be one part of my concern. And they're going but, up
1: against a lot of attacking quality in this group.
0: Right. And that's part of my concern. So I think Canada, I this is maybe biased. Say what it is. I like Morocco, bottom of the group here. Just – probably a little bit because I just feel like Canada is going to eke out enough to finish ahead of Morocco. So I like Morocco at plus 125 here to finish bottom of the group. That's probably more of a homer pick than anything. It is what it is. I'm prepared to have my fun wagering on Canada to not finish last year. And kind of maybe going with that. First, uh, first round of fixtures here, Croatia to beat Morocco is plus 100 at Betfred. So we're getting... Even odds for Croatia, who I'm down on in terms of their defense, but I still think they are going to be good enough to beat Morocco on the first the first game. And even more, I have a player future here. This is going to be my golden boot pick. It's coming with Romelu Lukaku. Not having the best of the last couple, not that at his best the last couple of years. This is somebody who consistently scores for Belgium. I think he's going up against a slow and not great Canada back line. Morocco, not the most formidable defense, and a slow and more down Croatia back line than we've seen since they made the final. So I think, like, we've seen Harry Kane. He won the Golden Boot at the previous World Cup. He scored in the round of 16, then didn't score in any other match onwards for England, and he still won the Golden Boot. You don't need to score in every round to win the Golden Boot. (laughs) So for me, if Belgium can dominate these first three games which I think they're capable of doing the problem would be getting past Spain or Germany likely in the next round but if they can do that and give Lukaku five games I just like the price here because he's not valued as one of the favorites and I'll pull it up right now for you to see this is why I like it more than anything he is not anticipated to win this he is down at the plus 2000 range and again, I feel like he is somebody who can just rack up a lot of goals quickly. And if he does, I, I like it for the price more than anything. I think he should be up around where Benzema and Ronaldo are ranked here.
1: Yeah, your that's, on fair. That? that's fair. That's fair. Um, I'm not the most high on Belgium right now. I do like your your reasoning, though. Like, they don't have to go deep for him to, you know, to do well here. I think Croatia's defense is a little bit underrated with Gavardio at center back. I really am a big fan of his. I think he's a very talented player. Um, now, you talked about Morocco, and we've been on the opposite sides a few times here. I think this group can be absolutely nuts. Like, I think this can be pure bananas. All six games really? are, like, a little bit closer. Not coin flips, but they're... they're. I can see all six games kind of going either way here. I think that Morocco, at plus 1,000 on bet, Fred, to win the group <laughs> is not the worst bet I will have ever made. It is not wow. the worst bet I've ever made. You know what? Morocco did not make it out of the group in 2018. I watched all their games because I had some futures on them to advance. They were really good. They played very well. They had the better of Portugal in that last match that they lost 1-0. Um, they were unlucky to lose 1-0 to Iran on a late penalty. Now, their issue in that World Cup was they could not score goals. They they had chances. They were able to carve out chances, and I don't think that'll be a problem again with guys like Buffal, Ziyech. I mean, I know Harit is now out for the World Cup, which is a bit of a blow, yep. but – you know, um, Shair, they have a lot of guys who can carve out chances. They didn't have anyone who could score. Now they do, In and Nasiri from Sevilla, he's got a very, you know, proven record scoring goals in Europe's elite competitions. He came off the bench in that last game. That was his only World Cup appearance in 2018, and he did score. And I think that with him leading the line against that Belgium defense, against that Canada defense, and, you know, with the team around him, I don't think they're it's out of the realm of possibility that they can win both of those games. Maybe they get a result against Croatia, but like a plus a thousand, I am definitely taking a flyer in Morocco to win this group.
0: Very interesting. I, I like the thought process Morocco. I, I feel like they're always, I feel like I've, I've, I've really liked Morocco's team for a while now. It's just, they never seem to get it right and, and get the results. I do remember those games at the previous world cup, but just, just, not enough in the scoring department there, so that's why I I, I got to go with Canada. if it's not finish last, so again, that's, that's that may be yeah. more biased than anything. But
1: and you look at the I, support I Morocco will have in attack too, like with like those two fullbacks, like Mizraoui and Hakimi. I mean, man, yeah. that's that's as good of a fullback duo as we see from a lot of these teams in this World Cup, you know. And they're that, not that, like that stacks up to many yeah. teams in
0: the world, quite like, frankly.
1: This is this is I don't know I think we're just a little bit sleeping on this team. I love Canada's chances as a sleeper in a different group. I think that they just got put in the wrong one here and I hate to say it, but I like Morocco's chances of getting through here more than I like Canada's and I like Morocco's high end as well. Hey,
0: I'm happy I'm just happy to have Canada here. Yeah. I'm not going to put too much stake into it. Uh, we're here. We're going to be at the 2026 World Cup as well. Exciting times for the Canadian national team. But that will wrap up our group previews for groups E and F. We'll be back tomorrow for the final two groups. Myself and Alex will be back again for that one. But this is on the Fine Margins YouTube channel powered by the Hammer Betting Network. You can go to the previous two videos we've done to catch our other group previews. And we are getting you ready for the live stream content we have for the World Cup every weekday. Around 4 p.m. Eastern Time, we're going to go through the games that were on that day and go into the games that will happen on the next day, providing you with the best bets to make for the best bets that you can make for the World Cup. And it's all presented by Betfred. Make sure you signed up to the Betfred sportsbook for all of your World Cup betting needs, because that's where me and Alex are going to be with more tomorrow from Fine Margins.